Welcome to Podcast 217 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt on this week's pod. I'm joined by Dave, Joe and Dupe. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Gentlemen. Hello. Hello. So this week we'll be talking about international management in Football Manager. We'll have a brief update from Dupe about his achievement hunting and we'll hopefully squeeze in a quiz as well. So um, Dupe... We might as well get us started. Oh, it's been quite a while since we've had an update. Yeah, not much has really moved on, to be honest, Matthew. Um, we're still 89 out of 98, so 91%. We've got uh, a couple of the draft ones done. Um, and we got the injury one done. Um, and now it is literally, I've got to be top of Hall of Fame, which I'm currently not. Um, I've, got, I've got to uh, I've got to win 20 trophies which I currently haven't um, I'm just loading the save up I'm trying to stall can you guess uh, I'm currently third in the Hall of Fame with 3,496 points uh, Pep is top with 5,699 I worked it out you get 300 points for a Champions League win so uh, roughly we're getting around about 6 because uh, last year we won quite a lot we we got about 600 points added on. So I think another couple of seasons of good seasons. We're also now, tying in with later, we're also now the England manager on this save. So that means that we could win the Nations League, the Euros and the World Cup. So that's obviously helpful if we do. Um, Trophy-wise, we are two off, I believe. Um, I'm just double-checking now. Uh, yes, we're on 18 cups, 10 leagues. So we have to win two more trophies. Um this current season, we're currently still in the Champions League and we are still in the Pokal. So there's a chance, there was a slim chance that we could win it and get that one done. Then we've got to just go and do drafts. Um, once we've kind of got those two, the greatest and the trophy hoarder, I think we can probably call that save. And then I've got to try and find a way of getting 20 Manager of the Year awards, which I just, I just don't know. I think my main... Pr- thing with that is I'm going to Iceland because there's 22 games sorry, sorry 20 yeah 22 games a season and just spam because you can't go on holiday so the only way you can do it is just by spamming through as quick as you can um so I have seven or eight I think I might have eight on this save I'm on at the moment but I've not won one since being at Bayern Munich even though we've won everything um every year I'm, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy but every year it's been a German manager that's won it and I've come second or third, and I've won the lot. This year, I've literally won every single competition I was involved in. We won uh, the Super Cup. We won the FIFA World Club Cup. We won the um, other Super Cup because we won the Champions League the season before. We won the Champions League. We won the league, and we won the Pock House. We won six trophies, yet we didn't win Manager of the Year, which is a bit weird in my eyes, but... It's a tough one, that one. Um, and then, like I said, then it's just the drafts, which we did a bit of speed running drafts the other week um, where we just completed the draft without picking a player and then only commentary. And we we're doing them in about seven minutes. So we've got 85 more to do. And I need to win. <laughs> I think I need to win about 52 of them to be able to get the other achievements. And then it's just this manager of the year. So I think, I mean, that would... We're saying roughly around about two weeks, maybe a week when this pod comes out before the beta. Am I going to do it? Absolutely not. We're not. Oh. We're not going to do it. I can't see how we're going to. It's the manager of the year. 
Unless somebody very intelligent knows how to... Can't you holiday until the final game of the season, play that final game and play until the awards come out? No, so it's done on percentage, win percentage. Oh, hang on. If I literally yeah. holiday to the final and won the last game, I got 100% win percentage. Yeah, but like, if you're holidaying, does it clash you as the manager no. or the assistant manager? Just manager. The assistant. So, so I have done some testing uh, and you can... Get get an instant results skin you, and you'll get... Is that what you did at the Pentagon? Yeah, yeah, to get through quicker, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Um, that one. <laughs> I, no, I'm just nah, sorry. It's quite... It's quite got, got um, OP as well, the instant result, I'd say. So you can instant result. And so I had a... I did it where I did one in Iceland. I had a hotkey to holiday. Holiday to next match. Instant... Set the team and instant result. And it, it, it's relatively quick. Um, did you get any grip sausage rolls while you there? No. <laughs> no. Um, but oh, it's banter. Oh, I get it now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a frozen food shop in the high street, don't. That's a bit. Is that a bit like farm shop? Farm shop. What farm foods? Yeah. I've drive past them every now and then. I've drive past them every now and then. Arcado don't deliver though, so I'm a bit confused. Uh. Um, I saw, I saw they do deliver to dishes occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, still throwing salt. That's mad. Um, yeah. So pretty much, you wanted a brief one. That is pretty much it. We are smashing the league. Um, like I said, we won everything last year. Um, it's it's not easy, easy, but it's not overly difficult. I'll have to admit. The only difficult bit is <laughs> brace yourself, lads. If you've got your if you've got your uh, bingo cards out, because I'm going to say this, I'm going to say the line. We don't have any money. No. We, we don't. We, we, don't we, we don't have any money. So we saw, we spent a lot of money over the, the course of the last few seasons. Um, and the turn of last year, we started losing money because we had around about £6 million a week in our wage budget. And because of the bonuses and the percentage added on, that I did to get the, the the team to the place it had to be. We finished the season with a wage expenditure of about a million pounds a week. Um, How much, sorry? Um, uh, uh, 9.5 million pounds a week uh, we were spending on wages. Uh, 150 million pounds a year um, we were spending on wages all per match day. I can't remember. It was a lot of money. So we hemorrhaged money like we were going out of fashion. We had a takeover, uh, and, there we, and they didn't put much in, but we've sold quite a lot of players to kind of help that, bring some players through the youth. But the concerning thing is I took over five seasons ago, and we, haven't, we had a balance of £999 million. We now have a balance of £151 million, but it's in the red, and it's negative. No idea why you haven't got manager of the year. I don't know. Um, I'm producing the other... But the thing is, they're not complaining about the finances. One of them is to stay within our means, one of our club visions. And it's positive. It's past. How are we staying within our means? Work within a wage budget on course. We were three million pounds over. Game's bugged. Um, so, to be fair, this year we'll be fine. We, we, we'll get that money back and we'll be back spending millions and millions of pounds for the last few seasons. We had a bit of a predicament at the start of this season, Matthew. Um, Ajax came in to ask us for to go back, and um, I really toyed with it, but the money wasn't there. We had about £100 million to spend, and we needed probably 
about eight players to make the system work. Like first team was about five and then three backups and it just wasn't enough. So uh, we opted out of that and, and decided to take the England job instead <laughs> and take total Duke ball to the international level and the international stage where we haven't lost a game yet. It's almost poignantly poised, really, uh, isn't it? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like I've read the script. Yeah, except you've just, you've just said about a tactic and that's one of the topics about four four points down. Uh, sorry, my, name, my name's Kerry. Welcome to the, the new five-star potential. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, time is against you, dupe. I don't think you're going to do it. That's it. I'm being quite decisive oh, now. Come on. Okay. I I think we should have a bet, Matthew. I'm trying to I'm trying to spur you yeah, on. Yeah, you have. Spur, spur, spur you on because we're not Spurs podcast. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so somebody, I will I'll be honest um, and open, and I feel that this is a great platform to do that. I'm not going to name names. They're not overly well known in the community, but somebody within the community has sent me a message and, <laughs> and said Say it. and said to me, "If in doubt, use this program." And it's and it was called um achievement hunter uh, checklist or something so to say i haven't i haven't used it um What's that? it's uh, by the google search that i did david to find out what it was it looks like you can load it up and actually just tick the achievements you want to tick and it'll come up on steam and say you've done it that's definitely from dave what um <laughs> yeah it said it said aid as a party uh, so next week on the pod, if I miraculously get 100% <laughs> achievements before you, <laughs> it's not going to be sus. Um, so apparently, that, that, think that, that apparently there is a program. Dave, to be fair, just do it and put it on Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might do that. Football manager. To be fair, complete, mate. what's it called, dude? Achievement? What? Hunter? It's like literally I, I, your series. Then. I'll have to find it. I'll, find, I'll send it to you. Um, oh, sorry. Let me just send it back to you. To be fair, yeah, if you if you, if by this time next week, Dave, you've got a hundred percent, I would have that. I'd have more. I'd believe that more than your Pentagon challenge. Brilliant! Okay. Yikes! <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that again next year. But cheat. No. <laughs> Carry on. I always get accused of things on this pod. Hey, you've done it on stream, mate. You can't say it was fake. <laughs> yeah, on stream where it. Went black and then came you back and that? he's one nil up. My internet died. Come back and I'm one nil up. What? I never knew that. I <laughs> <laughs> just had to go and stick 50p in a box. Uh, oh, that's which cold. Box? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, let's move on to the main section of the podcast this week, which is us talking about international management. So, with the World Cup over and your news feed becomes a full of stories about international management vacancies some will never know or some will never venture into the custodianship of a country whereas others will see it as a badge of honour like Mr Doop has this week although he's fondling his nipple right now which is utterly <laughs> bizarre got for, the, for the benefit of the viewers at home it's just, yeah, just funny got a really weird pain yeah. <laughs> it's a bloody good job we haven't um, yeah anyway should we get started, gents? Has anyone experienced international management? And if so, tell us your story. Obviously, Dupes, fledgling career in international management. But Dave, you you start us off. Yeah, I, I've done uh, bits of bobs um, many years ago. Not so much recently, but probably my key one was I did a um, 
a, a save in Malta back in the day on YouTube. It was actually probably one of my first saves on YouTube. And basically, it was a club and country save. So as I managed in, in obviously, the Maltese leagues, I managed the Maltese national team alongside it. So that was probably FM 16, I want to say, off the top of my head. And it was actually really, really enjoyable because... Um, Obviously, I was probably in charge of them for two or three years. And over the time, we sort of improved quite a lot as a nation. Although I sort of didn't qualify for any major tournaments, um, which, you know, would have been would have been good if I, uh, which would have been class if I could have done. Um, but just little things to do with international management, I think, especially with the smaller nations. Um, and, you know, sometimes we talk about these saves that people might want to do in the future. I like you know, these build a nation saves where they pick up a smaller nation and like to grow it. And I think this Malta one could have been perfect for that. Just over time, as you're managing in this country, players that you're managing at club level are starting to get the national citizenship and you can bring them into the national team and just grow them overall as a side. So I really, really enjoyed it and started picking up some good results. And I think it's a little bit different as sort of a human manager versus an AI manager because you can implement quite powerful tactics that maybe the AI manager wouldn't, and you're picking up some really, really good results. Um, so, yeah, I I, re I did really enjoy it, but I haven't really sort of gone back into it as much now. So um, possibly in the future, maybe, uh, as always, we speak about something on the pod, I always have a look into it. So maybe next year could, could be a, a time where I look back into international management. My foray into international management has been fairly fleeting, I'll be honest. I managed England to a Euros win on FMO6 after, weirdly, Roy Hodgson had been taken over and was sacked. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually, I think, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure, I may be massively remembering this incorrectly, but I think I had Carlo Cudicini in goal because he hadn't been capped for Italy. So, when when those things were unlikely to happen, um, and then more recently in FM seventeen, I was the Japan manager for about two, probably two months until I couldn't register a goalkeeper. Because um, <laughs> that was a thing. Because because that was the thing. The, the I didn't have J Japan as a like selected or the J League selected, and because of that, there were there was one goalkeeper in the entirety of Japan. And I wasn't able to register grey keepers. So that went well. Dave needs to manage in the J-Bag League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my international management story brings a tear to my eye when I think about it. Because I haven't done it too often. Um, but I, Which one? Yeah. <laughs> the other one. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it was actually the famed network save with Rez. R.I.P. Rez. Um, he actually, despite me being dominant in the league and continentally with River Plate, he actually got offered the Argentina job um, over me. Uh, but he kindly made me the under-23s manager, I think. So you had River Plate and Boca Juniors managers as the main Argentina coach and then obviously the, the lower category coach. So I was literally getting to use all the Argentinian wonder kids in the team, and then we'd fight to see who would buy them for our teams for for Boca yeah. and River. But I would, it, it was it's quite a good little network save idea to do it like because I was saying to him like I'm playing these players in a tactic. He would play the same tactic, 
and it'd be like, I'd be like, right, this player's really good, like he's scoring loads of goals or good assists or he's having really good. And then he'd pick them for the first team. And we'd done it for probably about three or four seasons, I think. And it was quite good, like going to the, you know, I, I'm blooding all the youth into the team and then I'm telling him who to take to like the international tournaments and stuff. So it was, it was quite good fun. That sounds good, that is. Isn't it a shame you couldn't have been his assistant as well, though? Like, do you know what I mean? That'd have no, been pretty cool. Because he's called Football Manager. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we touched upon it earlier, but I've, I've actually, this year, I've, I've probably managed the most I've ever managed internationally. Uh, I won the Euros and the World Cup in, like, one stream during my, uh, my one of my long streams to, to do for the, the, just for the achievements, to be fair. Um, and that was, it was more focus on speed rather than breaking it down and enjoying it. Um, and I, I dabbled in it early in this save that I'm doing at the moment. And um, I just, I, I felt it just got in the way, to be honest. So I left. And then for some reason, England have offered me the job again. And I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, because we're nowhere near England, you know, being in the Bundesliga, you don't get to see that many English, ta- much English talent. The only English talent I've got in my um, Bayern Munich team is Sam Johnson, the 37-year-old goalkeeper, just because it just filled a squad out and I've, and I've got no money. Um, and it's just nice to see all the English players play. And they're really good. They, they, they lost the World Cup final to Germany. We ranked number one in the world. So it's quite easy. You know me. Just like to start that rivalry all over again. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, I'm actually really enjoying it this time rather than just trying to rush for it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, the, the next thing we we're going to talk about is um, what do you do to fill the long time between games? And we did sort of ask some questions on Twitter as well, but we'll, I'm sure we'll get to those if we've got time. Um, some of them mainly moan about the experience in general, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not as if you, you take the hospitality option of attending a game and having a few prawn sandwiches. Or do you? No. Uh, I think <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Uh, anyone else? <laughs> no. no, I think in, in the case of mine and, and Joe's sort of uh, experience that you said there, obviously when you're managing it, uh, an international club alongside a club, you, you're sort of pretty full on anyway. You don't have to be... You're not sat down there for prolonged periods of time. But I think especially this year when they've improved all the processing speeds and everything in the game, I think it won't be too strenuous in between matches, to be fair. Um, so I th- it, it's not too bad. I think, I I don't know, even if I did manage just a nation, I don't think I'd go and watch players anyway, to be honest. Um, I'd probably just rely on the assistant or coach reports from, from matches. But with how the game is set up now... Uh, an international standpoint as well. I don't think it'd be too strenuous. I think you get through the time and the seasons. And even like we, we're talking now, just after an international break, the, the amount of international breaks there are, well, we've had, we're approaching a third one next month, I think, already this season. So there are quite a big chunk of international matches as well. So you, you're pretty active a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm just trying to feel like I don't... It's so difficult just to squeeze a breath in to even... <laughs> Go through the national pool when you're when you're managing both. I'd like to try yeah. just a just an individual and see, you know, almost take full advantage of that and 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 go on. But it just seems a bit time consuming when you have all the scout reports at your at your disposal. Um, I mean, 
it's there's not really much else you can do, right? Apart from um, it's difficult for me. I've, I I've, I've only I say I've only ever managed when I've been a manager. I was like going to say same, as well. Same, absolute yeah. same. I don't know what you do. Do you, do you like? Do you That's have FM touch up and play a never save? <laughs> <laughs> me and Joe, we should do. A, we could do a, a network save as international managers and just play F one on the other screen, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> in between. <Do> <laughs> We're racing at Portimao. Uh, uh, oh, it's all right. We've got eight weeks before, uh, eight months before we play another game, so don't panic. There's a guy on. I don't know if any of you guys or if anyone's sort of quite uh, active on TikTok. There is a guy on there, and if I'm honest, I've not seen him on Twitch and I've not seen him on Twitter, but he pops up on TikTok a lot. Uh, that he manages a really obscure. I want to say a team in like the Caribbean or something, like on an international level. And he puts like he's all his clips on TikTok of him managing these teams, and he gets these mad wins with them, and they're really popular on TikTok, like international management. Um, and I suppose if you're into that sort of thing where you're managing obscure clubs or club nations, and you you sort of want that challenge, it could be quite fun. But he was beating even teams like I think it was like Madagascar, which were way better than him. He was beating them one 0 and it was just a massive win and just random stuff like that. But that pops up on my TikTok a lot and I watch them every now and then. It's such proper random. Because they've got a lion up top, Madagascar. I can't think yeah. what the guy's name is. Oh, that's Alex. Yeah, Julian. Swaps. It's Alex. Alex yeah, the lion. Julian. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought we were talking about Lima. <laughs> Different country, Matt. <laughs> no, he's not the... Oh, I don't know. Don't <laughs> don't let's not get into that talk, Dave. No, no. Dave likes to move it, move it as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me, that's awful. Um, I, I have actually remembered, I had a stint at, in Australia as well, as the Australia national team manager. And Matthew Leckie is amazing, or at least he was on FM17, I think. Um, but that I, it's weird that most of the, the teams I've managed have been sort of in that that region. Although I think, I don't it, Oceania and Asia... I think that's right, but the I just remember battering teams in qualification. I'd have loved um, which... to have seen you in the bush, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you could see it now if you want. Uh... Sorry, you just flip your screen over as yeah. well, Matt. Yeah, zoom, yeah. zoom in. A play upside down, make it difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when it comes to tactics, do you need to stick to a default tactic or? Or do you can? <laughs> that's, what, that's what's in the scripts I've read. It. Uh, do you get away with a, a more experimental system? I mean, we'll you off there, right? <laughs> I wrote the script. Yeah. Um, so, with mine, I'll be honest, it's very much uh, based on my system that I play throughout this save I've done. And I've taken over to England. Um, the reason being is we, you know, Phil Foden as a shadow striker is delightful. Trent Alexander-Arnold as an inverted wingback is just absolutely sexual. And I'm playing as libero, Reese James. Now it's a 31 year old Reese James, but still he's got the he's got the physicals. Um, so when I looked at the team and saw that they have the talent to play it, I just decided, why would we go four four two? Let's not go Mike Bassett. Let's just get it absolutely playing total dupe ball. And what's the, what's the said, tactical familiarity like? Uh, poor. Yeah. Yeah, poor. Yeah, what yeah. you're saying is uh, ignore that. But the other thing is, is yeah. um, we've won every single game I've managed. I mean, we have played bums like Greece and Russia um, and Italy. 
and I'm about to play <clears throat> North Macedonia and Kazakhstan. But hey, yeah, you can only play the team. You can only beat the teams that are in front of you. Can't wait to watch that stream and see how you butcher them names. <laughs> 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 what the uh, North Macedonia? They've got um, James. Terry Small, Dave as as, as a Dave. Barley. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I I balls to the wall, and uh, I'm not going for the traditional four four two. I've gone for the three three one three. Total doot ball. Aye. <laughs> That's what they call me. Yeah. <laughs> been a while. It's been a while. Uh, tactically, I think I, the only reason I remember the Australia save is because I played something weird, and mainly because Dupal like this had no wingers, um, like but legitimately had no wingers um, to play out wide. So I had to play with fullbacks when three at the back didn't really work in FM17 that well. So oh no, it didn't, did it? It did not. You so definitely had wide centre backs in. <laughs> They're saying it's a new thing. <laughs> regardless, regardless of whether you had a halfback or not, yeah. In fact, halfbacks halfbacks broke it even more. But nevertheless, let's not get too uh, detangled. But I, it was very different to the tactic I played at club level. But I, it was more down to the restrictions and lack of good players than anything else. But yeah, Matthew Leckie was a goat in that particular team. We're whipping through these gents. Um, training when it comes to international stuff. You, you can't. You can't exactly. But yeah. Why? Why just... shouldn't you be able to? Are you actually it? not. Um, I I don't see why I'd I'd want I wouldn't want my players to go off to for international duty and then as I'm trying to chain train my attack midfielder to be a libero and they go actually no don't forget about that this week come up here and do this, but. No, and again, yeah, but you should still be able to do team. Can you do team training? Nothing. There's no training. There's no training yeah, whatsoever. I, I agree with individual. You shouldn't be able to do individual training, like such as positional changes. But surely, for the week before the game, you should be yeah. able to do. I mean, I well for something that's stuff. a simulation of a game, they, they do go away to England training camp. Yeah, I'd like to personally be able to just chuck Harry Maguire in a pool with a unicorn. Do you know what I mean? And I can't, I can't <laughs> click that button. It upsets me. And what about training penalties? Yeah, who for? Yeah. All of them. The English team, the English national team. Well, anyone, isn't it? But I, for me, I have a I have a cup final training schedule that I use that includes penalties and defensive set pieces and that. I can't I can't use it. I can't use it at all. There's also no squad dynamics. There's no team leaders. There's no anything like that. Feature request. Oh, the way you looked at me like that, I thought that was, I, look, I just quickly ran down the script at the bottom. So I hope you haven't mentioned that down there as well. Um, it's, it's a strange one. It is a strange one. Um, but I, I think you should definitely be able to do some sort of training, 100%. But I just, I wouldn't want them dabbling too much into what I've been trying to get my man to do. So do you, do you think that's why, because I've seen a lot of people complain about fatigue because there's no training. Is that why there's no recovery or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, that's probably very literal the way you've looked into that. They must be doing some sort of training. My, my, these players are not just going to turn up, sit in a hotel room, and then get dragged off to go play a game, right? Well, they must be doing something. It's like five aside, mate. That's all it is, just, just playing with I, international players. I, to be honest, I'll be I'll be absolutely truthful here. 
I haven't really thought about it until <laughs> until until the script come out, and I, I went. Asked you back. I went. Oh my god, you're right. There, there isn't much you can do with this. I'm just on it now. I'm just clicking through, and I'm like, well, things you can notice that you can't see and you can't do. Strange, because you would think that. For example, let's go for the the England team we've got now. That uh, you've got the the leaders, you've got the older the older players such as Henderson. There's a squad hierarchy in there, and you know, like Ollie Watkins turns up this week, or someone that's new to the to the thing, and that they're not, you know, they're not going to be on the same level. These guys have got close to a hundred caps, and here week week in we all camp in camp out. I just think that there should be some sort of team dynamic there that you should be able to play with it's definitely got some relevance and I, but the training is is the one isn't it because they're saying with tactical familiarity like you can't train the tactic no other than game time so let, let me ask you a question here then so if, if if my back three that play for England right now were the back three that play for Bayern Munich let's just say or let's just say um Eight out of my starting eleven play for Manchester City, and they start on a regular basis. Are they going to be have more cohesion? Yeah. And because they so, play it with me, yeah, yeah, it should be. Not like chemistry lines as such as in FIFA, but you'd think that you'd like to see something. That hang on, they play that like the front three are the same. They play that week in week out. But it they comes come up here. It? it comes up when you've selected the squad, and it says they're comfortable playing in this system. Like it would say, like eight out of eleven players are comfortable playing in this in this system, so that should carry over if they if they're used to playing it. That's why I asked about the the tactical side of it. You know, is it better to stick to with, with like a default rather than with like your dupe ball, for instance, because they won't. There is no familiarity. But then you're saying that you've got no familiarity yet you've won all the games. Yeah. So so then the question I ask is is how different is. Is my random formation compared to a four four two? If there's no, if there's, if it's not there, it's not there, right? They're not. Gonna, if we can't train it, they're not going to gain it. Whether it's a, a a tactic that's common compared to a tactic that's not common. It'd be interesting to see if you put like a lot more emphasis or looked way more into it. Like, say for argument's sake, with Gareth Southgate in real life, the only reason that he's picked, or if he looks to pay a back three or a back five, players like Connor Cody. Obviously, a lot of Wolves fans can't Wolves, understand why he's in the England team. Stretching it. No, 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 no. But listen, I preferred it when we were Tottenham a podcast. To be honest. No, no, but you know he's picked him because if England play a back three, then Connor Cody plays in a back three, and the same with football manager terms. If you're playing your dupe ball system, if you're if you pick a player that's regularly playing in a back three or a back five, if that would affect the familiarity yeah, at all. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah no, I, valid I, point, yeah. Dave. Thank you. It's just you to make make it Wolves reference, didn't you? You got it, right? yeah. Talking walls on social media. <laughs> Talking bullshit. <laughs> That's the best place for transfers. Um, yeah, do you know what? it's it's a really interesting conversation because, like I said, I I've actually dabbled in it this year for rarely, and, and I I can't believe I've missed it. To be honest, I I have to be honest. I can't believe I've missed the fact that I haven't seen that that we you can't. There's no change. There's just no change from. I've just loaded last year's, so I've, I save it every year. Um, like I have backups apart from the network stuff. So. Um, <laughs> and it's again, when I first took over, it is at exactly the same levels. 
Yeah, I've got a very similar squad to what I did last time. Now this is a slightly different question. It's not on not on what we what we covered initially before we we started. And but I wanted to ask: Does anyone abuse national pools? Because obviously you you pretty much have access to all of the players of note. Um, um, but but if you're like playing without with the attribute masking on, for example, you can see every single player's attributes. Some you'll probably be able to see anyway because of their notoriety. But um, when it comes to like youth players coming through and things like that, you you it could potentially give you an upper hand, especially if you are a larger nation like England, for example. Um, because you'll get to see pretty much everyone coming through. Uh, you still don't. I've I've just gone into the national pool now, just because again, not thought about that, Matt. Uh, and I just clicked on random players, and I've still got brackets. Oh really? Yeah, I still got. So for example, I've just clicked on Tammy Abraham because he was the first one that came up. Free kick taken six to eight, positions nine to eleven. I don't have, and that is me because yeah, I don't have that. Do you do you still have, you add people to the national pool though, don't you? You can do, yeah. Yeah, it's not just but populated, is it? You have. You uh, it does come pre-populated, well, you, but you can then add pre-populated. But you can add players over time yourself if they're not in mm. there. Yeah. But I mean, like if you had new gens coming through, they're not automatically added to the list. No, 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 no. You'd have to add them. Do not. Well, I guess it depends on if you've got people, the staff below you doing it, right? Yeah, probably 18's manager. If they add him to the squad, I'd assume it yeah. automatically gets put in there. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. I do wonder, like, like sort of what you said, Matt. If they do almost, although Dupe says he's still got like the brackets or the range of uh, numbers on his attributes. If it does, sort of, uh, maybe make him a little bit more exact them. or accurate. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, how long have you been in that job, Dupe? Uh, eight months. Oh, I was going to say if it was only short term, then they might still be quite rough. But after eight months, you'd expect them to be a bit more exact. <laughs> if that was the case. It, 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 Less than 10 days till the beta's out for the new game and we're still fucking clueless. Yeah. Uh, in, in, other, in other news, uh, I'd just like to announce the fact that uh, Bayern Munich have now signed the 21-year-old Gary Oliver uh, for no fa- no no other fact that he's got 19 finishing great ex- acceleration and great pace. Oh apparently, apparently. And he's um, got two for- first thanks, thanks, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Cost me a fortune there. Um, no, that's Gary interesting. Oliver. Again, though, that's a good way of, uh, again, a good way of thinking it and yeah, I wonder whether you, you could, as a manager, you could go, oh, this new gen looks good, but let me call him up to my squad. Well, that's... Yeah, he looks he looks, of... he looks even better because now I know him fully. Now I'll go put a bid in. Yeah, it's like, like Matt and Middlesbrough, giving them all low transfer uh, clauses. That, that was genius. That was a genius move. That was a genius <laughs> no, move. Do you, think, do you think you'd get uh, better, maybe... Become pers- part of their pers- uh, favoured personnel as well to help you with a clue. mean, if the player parches up and. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> but the problem you've got there, though, is as much as I agree, Matt, that's a good good shout. You're By calling them up, you're improving their reputation, which then in turn would probably Im- ah. improve their value, right? I guess it depends on how you're playing the save as well. Like, because it's, it's a bit gamifying. Like, you are. It's it's not an exploit, but it is it's something that you probably wouldn't happen in real life. Ultimately, like I think international management in FM is kind of like the least uh, simulation like element of the game because how many 
international managers also have a club job at the same time. Very rare, isn't yeah. it? Mark Hughes. But I've just gone. Yeah, he did. Um, there was somebody else as well. What's that international club at the same time? Oh no, yeah. Van Van Hal had um, managing. Had... Uh, Ferg- Alex Alex, Ferg- Alex Ferguson did when he filled in uh, for Jockstein. Yeah. He didn't last long. I'm sure we'll get tweets about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you know of any examples of that, do do let I us know. know. Well, I ain't gonna tell you. It's and, part of the flipping. And tweet us in a really passive aggressive way as well, because we really like it. It's part of it's part of the quiz, <laughs> so I ain't telling you one as well. <laughs> okay. Final question then, gents. Uh, are there any international challenges you would recommend or would the Euros or Copa America uh, or the Copper America be a challenge in itself? I think I think there's one sort of similar to the Pentagon Challenge, but on an international level where you go and win like all the major ones. So obviously you've got the Euros, um, the continental America. competitions. Yeah. 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 Basically. And then obviously yeah. the, the World Cup is the, is the, the main goal. So I think that's quite good. And I, I don't, well, I was going to say, I don't think that would take as long as the Pentagon, but it probably, probably would to be fair Depends in terms of years. Yeah. Yeah. But that'd be, that'd be quite a good mm-hmm. one, I think. But I've not really, you know, with this, the save I was talking about earlier with Malta, I never qualified for any of these major tournaments. So I've never really sort of got my teeth sunk into any of these tournaments on a serious level. Well, one of the guys on Twitter, he, he took Kosovo to the World Cup final. I was like, that's that, yeah. an achievement. Yeah. That's classic. So I'm giving him a uh, shout just, out right now. Just like to say this, though, it technically is an achievement and I haven't got to do that. All right. The achievement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great joke, Dupe. Everyone laughed really hard. Uh, The the, the mics must have been cut out. Obviously. It's definitely that. Oh, sorry. Anyway. So, they are the challenges. That's it. I think that is. I think, to be fair, yeah. Like Dave said, that's like taking a minor nation and winning something notable. Yeah, like Scotland. Oh, you've done it now, Dupe. (laughs) See, that was a funny (laughs) one. Um, That that was actually funny, to be fair. At FM Dupe. Yeah, go on, follow me because I'm, I'm actually no, I'm over 6k now, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right, quiz time, David. You've alluded to one of your questions already, so let's uh, let's get cracker lacking. It's time for the quiz. So it's a sort of an old, old fashioned style, a five star pod quiz. Where it's obviously ten questions, first to buzz in. I say old fashioned, we've probably done this pretty much for the last four weeks anyway, at least. So um yeah, so ten questions, obviously no Viking down rule, the OGs know about that one. Um and it is obviously about international management. So um mainly obviously names of nations, names of managers and so on, but you'll get the gist of it anyway. So question one which manager has managed the following nations? Portugal, United Arab Emirates, South Africa, Iran, Colombia, and is currently the manager of Egypt. I'm just going to tell the, the assistant manager for Man United. Portuguese, dude. Oh, who used to be the assistant manager. Nerd. Matt. Uh, Carlos Quiroz. Yes, yeah, that correct. one. It's Carlos Quiroz. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hang on. What, what's go. Randy doing there now? I'll get an assist for that. He- yeah, he's managed some mad teams. To be fair, like he's managed Real Madrid. Madrid as well for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Question two: 
which uh, which former Premier League manager is the current manager of the Iraq national team? A hint is that he's recently had a football documentary out. Nerd. Go on, Matt. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Schumacher? Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> he had a documentary out. Well, he, him and his club. What's the question again? Which former Premier League manager? Yeah. Iraq. You've watched it, Joe. Of course I have. You I'm sp- trying to think. <laughs> you spoke about it recently. Nerd, I'm going back in. Oh, like not, it. Go on, Matt. Go on. It's not Dick Advocate, is it? Yeah, it is Dick Advocate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've not even watched it yet. <clears throat> right, 2-0 up, Matt. Right, question three. Which manager was sacked as Spain boss just one day after announcing he was Nerd. going to join? Did someone say something then? Yeah, no. Nerd. Go on, Nerd. Uh, Lopetegui or Lopetegui. Yeah, correct Lopetegui. again. Yeah, announcing he was to join Real Madrid after the 2018 World Cup. Julian Lopetegui. Worked out well. Yeah, it did. Which Leroy. manager... Rosinha in... likes this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which manager was in charge of the team who won the 2002 World Cup Doop. Doop. Scolari? Correct. It was Luis Scolari with Brazil. Nice. Complete the sequence. McLaren, Capello, Hodgson, Blank, Southgate. Joe. Joe. Allardyce. Big oh, Sam Allardyce. Fuck. I completely <laughs> forgot about him. 100% record. We'd have won a World Cup by now. Tell on his head. Uh. Question six. Which manager joined championship side Stoke in 2009 while still at the time Joe. planning on managing Northern Ireland? Joe? Michael O'Neill. Correct. That's the one I was going to say. He was managing Northern Ireland and Stoke at the same time. Well done. Joe and Duke back in the game. Question seven. Harry Redknapp managed which Asian, Asian country for a short spell in 2016? Very random appointment. I don't think he was there very long. It's a real weird one, isn't it? Yeah, I'll just say Joe. Go on, C- Joe. Qatar? No, incorrect. Dupe. Dupe. Kuwait? Incorrect. Nerd. Matt. Jordan. Correct, it was Jordan. What? Are you kidding me? I just brought it to it. It's amazing. <laughs> It was Jordan, yeah. What Detroit, a day. He won like 8 nil his first game and then lost 5-1 his second game. Did Troy, Troy Dini play up front? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Question eight. I think this will be the hardest one. Which former England, Spurs, Rangers, Chelsea and West Brom defender went on to manage Pakistan and Nepal? Uh, um, Joe? Go on, Joe. It's not Terry Butcher, is it? No, incorrect. Pop the teams again, Dave, sorry. Yeah. England, obviously international. Spurs, Rangers, Chelsea and West Brom. Nerd. I'd say he's oh, playing no, no. late 80s, early 90s. Counts me out there. Yeah, that's why I think it's tough. Pakistan and Nepal. I don't think I could Google this and get this wrong. Mm. Can I have another shout? Go on. Gary Mabbott. Oh, I was going to say. Incorrect. 
Oh, good job I didn't. <laughs> I might have to, this, one, this one is a tough one, to be fair. I might have to zone it out if you guys don't know. Come here, is, there a, is there a clue you can give us, Dave? I don't have a fucking clue he is. That's the clue I can <laughs> give you. <laughs> so I think six games he played for England, so he wasn't like a seasoned you know, international as such. Spurs, Spurs, Rangers and West Brom. And Chelsea, yeah. Let me search him who he played the most for. Talk about ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's one of those that I. He's 62 all... currently. He was a defender. Uh, predominantly, Spurs were his main team. Paid over 200 times for Spurs. Managed that, any, like any said, normal club? That was in though. the 80s. Say again? Has he managed any other. Has he managed any clubs? Clubs. He managed um, Yeovil Town in the late 90s. Boreham Wood, Braintree, Clyde. Big man. Yeah, he's, he's been around. Oh, Braintree, Braintree. Braintree was in 2004, Joe. He didn't play for West Ham? No. No. I might have to leave this one, boys. The answer Clyde. was no. Graham Roberts. Oh, of course. <laughs> wow. I don't think anyone would. Nah. I'm sure there's at least one person at home shouting at us. But two no, first names ish. That's not good. Yeah, sort of. Well, this one, I think we can all get involved in this one. Number nine, Rudy Guttendorf holds the world record as he coached 55 teams in 32 countries across his career. Can you name, and we'll, we'll go around the room, can you name one of the 17 national teams that he took charge of? No. <laughs> but basically you can have a guess here quite obscure obviously nations and you're probably going to get it right my tip Nerds. would be go outside of Europe go on Matt oh outside of Europe bollocks yeah Swaziland fuck it Swaziland is incorrect bollocks Joe have a guess we'll go around until at least one or two have gone Afghanistan Afghanistan incorrect <laughs> dupe Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia, incorrect. Matt, have another go. Think maybe a bit more exotic. A bit more exotic. Barbados. Barbados. Close, but no cigar. Incorrect. Oh, it's be, I, know, I've got, I think I've got <laughs> one. Joe, go on. Be then. St. Kitts and Nevin. That was the one I was going <laughs> to <laughs> Close, but not close enough. No. Go on, dupe. Um, exotic. Syria. <laughs> okay. Interna- real international management though. Uh, oh not yeah. Syria. Um I'm gonna go with Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica, close again, uh, but not right. Slip in it. Go on, Matt. Uh, I want at least one to go here. I had it and then do maybe laugh and I forgot. Wow, that's the first. Yeah, no, it's, it doesn't happen very often. Obviously. Oh fuck. Um Turks and Caicos. Tri- I was gonna say, uh, Trinidad. And toboggan is what I was going to go for. <laughs> Trinidad and Tobago is correct. Yeah, There's man. one. Go on, Joe. I'll let you What's this guy's again. name, Dave? Tur- Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Turks and Caicos is incorrect, unfortunately. Dominican Republic. Dave. Dominican Repu- Republic is incorrect. Can't give you one more go each. This is shit. Rom- one more <laughs> go each. <laughs> go on, Matt. I've, I've had mine. I don't, oh, I don't need Joe, one more go. Or not? Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Uh, Anguilla. Anguilla. And Barbuda. Nicaragua. Antigua yeah. and Barbuda. 
Correct. Right. He's just looking at the The 17 national teams were Bermuda, Chile, Bolivia, Venezuela, Trinidad and Tobago, which Matt got, Granada, Antigua and Barbuda, which Dupes somehow got, Botswana, Australia, New Caledonia, Nepal, Tonga, Tanzania, Fiji, Sao Tome and Principe, Ghana, Nepal, China, Mauritius, Zimbabwe, Rwanda, and Samoa. Chief. I mean, that was wild. tremendous, Dave. Journeyman. Washington. Yeah. Well, we have got one more question. On to oh. question 10. Okay. Which former Ballon d'Or winner stepped down as manager of Bulgaria after saying, I don't believe in tactics and played a 2-4-4 formation? He then failed Nerd. to qualify for the 2006 World Cup alongside a poor Euro 2008 qualifying campaign. <laughs> Nerd. Uh, it's going to be Stoichkov. It is Stoichkov. <laughs> I don't believe in tactics. Play two four four. Sounds like deep save. Yes. Right. Scores on the doors. In joint second with two each is Joe and Dupe, and then with one two three four five six is Matt as the winner. Well done, Matt. Bring Boom. back Matt on the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, still quicker than his. You lot anyway. like, do yeah. not respect Rudy Guttendorf. <laughs> Was, he is definitely someone who would have appeared on the world football phoning at some point over the years. He's, actually, yeah, he's on a world record. I do wonder what his payoffs were or if he just kept walking. He, he was only a few teams he was there for longer I mean, than If he he's is. walking between those nations, he's probably got the planes oh, out of know, Chiefs, Like Adamas. Calves like Bielsa. What's <laughs> 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 was a tiebreaker. Anyway. Oh, is there a tiebreaker? No, tie there's break? not a tiebreaker. Okay, thank God not. for that. <laughs> Could have done a tiebreak. Guess one of the other Guttendorf's flipping. <laughs> you know. We can now because you told us all. Yeah, exactly. Nepal twice done. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, that brings episode two hundred and seventeen to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where this week you can check out everything we know about Football Manager twenty twenty two so far. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There'll be more from us next week where we get one week closer to the beta. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Adios. Bye.